Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal. Oh, this isn't True Crime Paranormal. (laughs) You think I'm doing a lot of broadcasting these days? Hey, everybody, welcome to the Katie Weaver Show (laughs) here on One Two Radio. This is Katie Weaver, and I am confused. (laughs) Welcome to the show, you guys. If you are listening live, it is the 9th of February at about 11 a.m. Pacific time, and I'm so happy to be here. I want to let you know that we are over in the chat room. You can find the chat by heading over to 12radio.com. That's number one, number two, radio.com. And click on the chat button and you'll be redirected into the Facebook chat room. That's how to find it. And then you'll see my banner at the top of the page. And that's where people will be chatting, asking questions, asking for readings, all of that kind of stuff. I'm also live streaming this event from two different places, on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, Both of them are Domestic Mystic or Katie Weaver Domestic Mystic, and you can find both of them that way, either of them. Probably don't want to watch them both, but you might want to watch one or the other. (laughs) I'm going to share it into the chat room as well so that you guys can see it if you'd rather watch it from there. So there we go. All righty. Okay, shared and done. So here's the scoop. If you are chatting in either of the live streams in the comment section, I will see those. If you are chatting in our regular chat room, I will see that. So a pretty dang good multitasker. I think I can keep an eye on all of it. And that's how to do it. How are you guys? Everybody hanging in there? I'm curious to know how you're doing. This has been... Just a lot of weird energy, like some days feel very up and fast and supportive and other days we feel like we are swimming through molasses and can't get a damn thing done. So, and I know that's how kind of where you guys are at too, because you are sharing that with me (laughs) and me too. I'm driving myself crazy. I'm driving my husband crazy, not getting much done, but you know, we just go through periods like that and that's where I'm at right now, I guess. So it is what it is. But I'd be curious to know where you guys are. Yeah, just looking at both chat rooms. So welcome, Pamela, Renee, Rebecca, Raven, Eva, Carol, and the other chat. Welcome, Mary and JR. I'm just glad that you guys are here. So, you know, as always, I hope that you are doing well, you know, in this weird and wild world we're having. (laughs) We've been saying this for years, but it just keeps getting weirder. So where do we go from here? I don't know. Let's do a few of our regular things. I want to, well, let's talk about Luminous because that kind of does it all, right? Okay. So I'm going to share a link in the chat rooms. You can also see Luminous. This is a magazine that I publish every week with some help from my friends. You can find it over on my website under katie-weaver.com as well. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Nice to have you here. All right. So let's take a look in Luminous. There's a few things I wanted to pull your attention to. Okay. Loving the cover. I've had a lot of fun with all the pink and the hearts and the valentines and I know Valentine's isn't everybody's jam, but I love the hearts and the love, and I love it. (laughs) Next week, we'll have to, you know, shift to something else, but I've had a ball with it. All righty. So I wanted to talk a little about uh, Valentine's Day under that scope. So I called the magazine the You Do You Edition, because honestly, I am here to challenge you all to do something for you. If you hate Valentine's Day, if you think it's just a commercial, a Hallmark holiday, you don't want to put your money into it. I get it. Too many times, though, I talk to people who are alone on Valentine's Day and it is a bitter pill, a bitter reminder. And I hate that. I hate that for you guys. I hate that for everybody, actually. When I was a kid, my parents didn't do Valentine's Day that way. They Valentine's Day was a day to love everybody. We baked tons of sugar cookies and delivered them to family all over the valley. We, you know, my parents always did sweet things for us on Valentine's Day. And I, that's how I like to see Valentine's Day. Not as a 
so much as of a holiday for lovers, but a holiday for love, you know, and spreading love to others as well as to ourselves. So that's my challenge to you guys is to consider what you're going to do for you. Because honestly, whether you're in a relationship or not, nobody knows you like you do. (laughs) What could you use? What do you want? What would make your heart sing? Do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chris said it's her favorite holiday. She met her husband on Valentine's weekend. I love that. Yeah. So here we are. So that's my challenge for you guys is do you. Do something for you this Valentine's Day. And you know what? Maybe take it one step further and look at it as a random acts of kindness day too. All righty. I will tell I'll say this. Every year on Valentine's Day, I get to missing my mom's sugar cookies. Because every year uh, when we were kids and then when our kids were kids, she'd take them in on, you know, invite them over. And she would always make like the white sugar cookies shaped like hearts, frosted with the pink frosting. She'd take them to school and share them with all of her teachers and her students. And, you know, they'd land at my house. And I miss those every year. And the year after she died, a client of ours came into Healing Hands with a plate of those cookies. She had purchased them, but they were amazing. And she said, I just had a feeling that I was supposed to bring these to you girls today. Yeah. Cue the tears. Oh, my God. Nearly killed us. She was on an angel's errand, and she didn't even know it. (laughs) But let's just use this year on Valentine's Day to spread some love. By God, the whole planet could use it, can't it? All righty. In my musings, I just shared a little poem about self-love from Lang Lev. Self-love. Once when I was running from all that haunted me to the dark, I was succumbing to what hurt unbearably, searching for the one thing that would set my mind and soul free. Oh, set my sad soul free. In time, I stumbled upon it, an inner calm and peace. And now I am beginning to see and to believe in who I am becoming and all I've yet to be. I just loved that. It resonated with me a lot. And I think we're always becoming, regardless of our life experience or how old we are or what's going on in our world, we're always all becoming, you know? We go through so many revolutions in our lifetimes. And yet again, we are becoming, right? (laughs) It's just what we do here in this human experience. Okay. Bitch scopes this week from Kelly. So freaking good. They were called Embrace Your Best Bitch Self. (laughs) And I love it. I hope you do. I hope you are. I hope you know you have a bitch self. (laughs) I'm all for the sass. That's what I'm here for. She gives a really great list of what to think about or, you know, what's going on per day. So I thought we would look at today because there's a bunch of things happening. So here, oh, on the 9th, sorry, I'm looking at the 11th. There's a lot of things happening on the 11th too. (laughs) Here on the 9th, Saturn sextile Chiron. This can feel a little harsh at first, but this transit encourages healing at a deep level in order to accomplish your work in the world. And I was thinking about that in the scope of what I've been hearing from clients, because, you know, one of the things, uh, one of the unique positions that I stand in is that I talk to people from all over the world uh, every day. And so I get to keep my finger on trends, you know, and you guys would be surprised how often I see trends, you know, that, that man, I've had a lot of people today call about this thing weird, you know, or this weekend about this thing. It's pretty common, and I think the collective just affects us so much more than we realize, as well as things like astrological trends and stuff that uh, are always, you know, doing their work on us. And one of the trends that has really come up here in the last little bit, boy, this hair is something else, isn't it? (laughs) Wow, I couldn't have done a messier bun if I tried. This was effort, believe it or not. Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) at any rate, dreams. Dreams have been huge the last few days, last week probably, uh, for a lot of you guys. So many of you have called me with dreams. 
uh, weird dreams, disconnected dreams, uh, bad dreams, or dreams that just, uh, you know, are very rolling from one topic to the next to a bad thing to a good thing to a, you know, it's just, I don't know that that's kind of the trend I'm seeing. A lot of the dreams that I'm seeing are pulling up fears to the surface. Things that you might be insecure about, maybe an old core belief, things that uh, you don't really want to have to face or that you haven't faced or dealt with. Lots of that coming up. That's been a really big trend. And I've been blaming it on Mercury and retrograde because I've seen that with Mercury before. Now, you guys know I'm not an astrologer. I keep an eye on astrology because of the brilliant people I work with. But I look at the trends more from the energy that I'm seeing. But that trend has been really interesting. Lots of dreaming, lots of old stuff coming up to the surface, lots of opportunities to let it be, let it go, right? All right. Also today, Kelly says Mercury in, oh, yeah, speaking of Mercury in retrograde, <laughs> she said Mercury RX trine north node. You may find yourself more open to ideas or communication that advance you towards your calling. Ah, interesting. That's the other thing I've been hearing from people a lot lately is wanting to study something new, learn something new, uh, challenge their own beliefs, lots of that kind of stuff. That's uh, I think that's exciting. I, it's always good when you want to take a look at what you believe and examine it, you know, put it under the microscope. One of the biggest problems we have in this world, in my opinion, is we get too married to our own beliefs. We get our ego gets so attached to them that we can't change. And when we can't change, we can't evolve, we can't allow new information in. It keeps us in a state of fear. It keeps us in a state of survival and it keeps us in a state of confusion. The happiest moment I had, one of, was when I discovered that I didn't need to know. I realized one day fairly early in my spiritual journey after leaving my religion of birth that I actually was very okay and comfortable with not having an answer for everything. In the religion I came from, you were really not encouraged to ask questions. That wasn't something that you were really supposed to do. And that's okay. It's just, uh, you know, that that's their path. But they didn't want you to really ask questions or ask anything that would, uh, I don't know, bring up some kind of discomfort and or bring up a question that couldn't be answered with satisfaction and still remain within the confines of the church's dogma, right? So don't ask questions. That's just not cool. And for me, that's problematic because I was raised by a mom who questioned everything and taught me to question everything. And I don't know, at any rate, I feel like uh, for me, when I finally realized a few things, when I realized I really don't believe in this church, I don't believe in their dogma, I don't believe in their, uh, the, the way they treat people, but also um, I don't really believe in hell. And I don't really believe that I have to know the answers for everything. Man, that set me free. That created more peace in me. Now, look, I know everybody, uh, I think it's kind of born into us to want to know the answers to all of life's uh, mysteries, you know. And I think it's okay to not know or to, to think you know, but to let yourself change if new information is, uh, you know, introduced to you. That's okay, too. I'm really good on that. I think we have to be, and we've gotten to be really stuck in having to choose a side and in having to uh, have an answer and then having to uh, live and die on the hill of that answer, whether it's, you know, correct or not. So that's my thinking. And maybe this uh, trying with Mercury, Mercury will help us to start letting go of some of that need to know, need to be right, need to uh, be on the winning team. We'll see. Okay. Renee said, I've been spending more time sleeping because of dreams. I wake up from a dream, then I fall back asleep. I want to understand more about that dream, but just have more dreams. <laughs> I hear you. I've had a lot of dreams lately that I wake up and it, they are so confused that I'm not waking up feeling like I know anything. Or, you know, one of those nights where you wake up and you know you've been dreaming all night, but you don't have a clue what happened. 
I've had a lot of those, which makes me think I'm just traveling a lot in dreams lately. And, you know, which isn't uncommon for me, but I feel like there's must be a lot of that happening because waking up feeling weird, but not sure why, <laughs> which is usually the case. Okay. Raven said, I keep waking up more and more confused as to what day of the week it is. Now this is an everyday thing instead of an occasional thing. Again, for you, Raven, I would assume that then you're really out of body at night and coming back in, uh, maybe coming back in with a jolt, you know, and waking up pretty confused. That's pretty, that happens. I think that's probably one of the reasons we see night frights happen in kids. Just my opinion, but alrighty. But be sure you read your bitch scopes. Back to Luminous. <laughs> Speaking of whiplash, uh, I shared my tip of the week is my Love Potion Bath Oil. Combine eight ounces of sweet almond oil, five drops of grapefruit oil, eight drops of Lang Lang, and ten drops of sandalwood. And then, you know, shake that all together, blend it good. Store it in a sealed glass container and add one to two tablespoons to a hot bath. That is the most luxurious, excellent smelling, wonderful bath of your life. And the oil is so good for your skin. All of that uh, sweet almond oil. Because if you live where I do in the winter, we are constantly combating dry skin. It is just a, it's a constant uh, battle. And I know a lot of you guys live in places like that too. So that's my favorite bath oil. However, it will make your tub slick. So please don't fall and die in the bathtub. <laughs> it happens, man. Okay. All righty. So moving along. Caroline wrote this week about gratitude. I loved her article. I think that gratitude is one of the easiest ways we can manifest. Christy talked about the throat chakra. She pulled a card from her Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck. Uh, communication, speaking the truth, listening, and validation. Lots of important communication this week. I feel like it's one key way that we can really continue to work on our own relationships. It really is through working on communication and good communication. And when communication is not good, knowing how to repair that. That is an art. I feel like that is a gift that some people are very good at and other people are not. But what happens when communication goes awry for you? Is it fight or flight? Do you just have to jump back and get out of the situation? Do you blurt out things that you wish you hadn't? Or do you just completely shut down and take abuse? Or are you able to diffuse situations, talk them out? It's a lost art. It didn't used to be that way. People used to be able to have a communication dust up and then talk through it and both sides understood and off we went. But since we have quit trusting each other so very much, that's a much harder conversation. It's a harder thing to do, though not impossible, right? One of the biggest keys for working through communication when there has been an, a dust up in communication is I language. You language will get you in trouble every time when you go, well, you sent me an email and you said, blah, blah, blah. That person immediately goes, I did that, you know, because they feel immediately on the defensive. You language is an easy way to turn the uh, energy around. Now, does that mean you just have to take uh, responsibility for everything? No. It doesn't, but it does mean that you're owning your own role. So if you say, I received an email, when I opened it, my first impression was blah, 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 and I just wanted to be sure I'm clarifying with you exactly what, uh, what that meant so that we can get on the same page. When you turn it to that, then it takes the defensiveness out and it gives people an opportunity to communicate in a way that they don't feel like they have to defend themselves. Eye language is helpful. It doesn't always do it, right? Eye language is good, but it doesn't always solve the whole problem because what if someone's coming at you with you language and they say, you, yada, 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 and then you said this and you did that. 
then you have to decide from that standpoint of what, uh, how do I want to address this moving forward? How do I not get all up in my own ego and get pissed off and turn this into an ugly conversation? It's a choice. It's always a choice. And we have all fallen into conversations like that with responses that we weren't proud of. You know, of course we have. Everyone has. But it is worth, it's an art worth working on. The art of conversing, the art of uh, disagreeing, and the art of fixing broken things without having to ouster people from our lives. We've, we've just got too much of that going on. All righty. So over at True Crime Paranormal, of course, that is the podcast that I have with my sister, Christy. And we have two new episodes so far this week. We'll have three, but our first two new ones... Uh, yesterday we did the West Mesa murders. The West Mesa murders are so crazy. It was a wash in outside of, well, in New Mexico where the bodies of 11 women and a fetus were found that were buried at different times. So we examined that case. I did a psychic read on where they, you know, why they were there, who put them there. All of that. Very interesting. And then Today we released a case about, not a case so much, but an explanation of what is the highway of tears. Um, this year we have committed ourselves to doing at least one episode a week, examining the missing women, uh, missing indigenous women and children, because in the U.S. we have a huge problem with missing indigenous women, missing and murdered indigenous women. Um, and some of our listeners have called us out that uh, it's definitely not just the U.S. Uh, and Canada has a terrible problem. Canada has, they're losing indigenous women and girls at the rate of three per day in their country right now. Three per day. That's pretty shocking. And there is an area called the Highway of Tears that's a 450-mile stretch of road in British Columbia near Vancouver where in the last, since 1969, uh, 20 women that we uh, have verified, that we know of, have been lost on that highway to murder. And the indigenous tribes around there say it's much more like 50 because uh, so many of their missing cases have been written off by the police's uh, runaways, suicides, ODs, things like that, that they feel like were murders. So there's a big discrepancy in there in numbers. But uh, yeah, it's closer to 50, most likely, um, missing women on that road in the last, since 1969. And we evaluated, uh, we talked about all of the reasons for that, and just raising the awareness on that in that area because it, it is an ongoing issue. So that's what is new over at True Crime Paranormal. And of course you can find us on YouTube and you can find us on really any podcast carrier if you're interested in all of the true crime work we're doing and the psychic work we're doing. So that's what is up there. And I think that's all I've got for Luminous. There is much more in Luminous, so be sure you take a peek at that. Oh, I did wanna say that uh, Anita chose St. Bernadette this week because it is her feast day this week. St. Bernadette was a peasant girl who lived in Lourdes, France, and saw a beautiful apparition of Mother Mary, many beautiful apparitions of Mother Mary, between February 11th and February 16th, 1858. A very humble girl, she was the daughter of a miller and lived in poverty, during her visits with the Blessed Mother, she was asked to dig and dig in the cave where she saw the apparitions, and soon a spring of water was revealed, a source of healing water since that time. Thousands of people the world over make pilgrimages to Lourdes to experience the healing water at the original spring, visit the beautiful grotto where the Mother Mary appeared, and the sacred churches that have been built in honor of the miracles that have taken place there. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Anita says she has been there three times and is always ready to go back. Pretty cool. So you can call on St. Bernadette for courage, simplicity, help with understanding mystical visions, and moments of purity for of heart. 
Hmm. Maybe that's who we need to be talking to about all these dreams, huh? Yeah. So that's Luminous this week. There's plenty more that you can uh, take part in, and I hope that you do. But that's what's going on there. I would love to go to Lourdes and go to that area. Wouldn't that be a cool thing? I've always wanted to go to the south of France as well, to the celebration of the goddess of the gypsies, goddess Kali. Have you ever seen that going on there? It's a it's a really lovely celebration. I've always wanted to go. Maybe someday, yeah. Oh, Sid said, does the oil in your spa bath products ever mess up your septic system, particularly in the winter? I had to have an emergency pump out and was advised to quit putting any oil or greasy things down the drain. Hmm. No, Sid, I have not had that problem, but that's not good. Okay. Oh, Quelly, thank you. She said she missed us yesterday on the news. Miss Scott, he's always cracking off something <laughs> on the news. Yeah, we had tech issues yesterday. It was a way to start the week. Yeah, we'll be next back next week for sure, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Belle says, let's go retreat to France. I'm with you. Let's do go. Hey, Liliana. Yes. Absolutely. Let's see. Sheila said, after a long silence, I'm finally recalling my dreams or part of them again. Lately, all of them are related to the healing work I'm doing with myself. I'm grateful for the insight, although trying to understand the meaning is sometimes full-time work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Belle, you guys getting all that snow on the Gulf Coast. That is pretty wild, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yep. I know, you guys. Hope you guys are all safe. You know, we get snow here, but people know how to drive in it because we get it. But I know you guys are getting it in communities that don't get snow very often. And it I think it is a much more treacherous situation. Okay, let's keep going. Sorry, just checking both chat rooms. Make sure I don't miss anything. Denise said she also has to look at the calendar when she gets out of bed to see what's going on. <laughs> and Tiffany said that happened to her twice this week. On Monday, she thought it was Tuesday, and today she thought it was Thursday. Wow. Interesting. So that makes me wonder what the Schumann Resonance is doing this week, right? I'm going to take a look right now while we're talking about it because uh, sometimes when the Schumann resonance is really high, you feel like time is moving out of place. Now it's 35. That's not insane. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, that's higher than normal, but it's not horribly high. But that's just right now. So, you know, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it this week. That really makes me wonder if that's what's happening because... A lot of times when the Schumann is high, you feel like you're losing time. And, and again, 35 is high. It's not as high as we've seen it the last while off and on, but we'll keep an eye on it. That's an interesting thought. Okay. No, Denise, not going crazy. And yes, in very good company. <laughs> okay. Rebecca said she too has been having weird dreams. Yeah, so wild. Terry is coming to France too. Okay. Well, three are in. <laughs> All right. Very good. Okay. Oh, Belle said the roofs aren't pitched for snow. Yeah, no kidding. I didn't think about that. So we are praying it doesn't stick. Oh, I'll bet. Yikes. Yeah, that's not good. All righty. Let's keep on going. So. I wanted to do some singing bowl work today, some heart chakra work, because I'm still talking to so many of you guys that are feeling a lot of this chaotic energy in your hearts. It's going to be a rough week in the U.S. energetically. I know you guys are so tired of our politics. You'd like to, you know, come across the pond and beat the crap out of us. We get it. We probably deserve it. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> However... With the impeachment of Trump beginning today, we will definitely be seeing lots of tempers flaring, lots of people taking, you know, standing on a side, lots of people reliving trauma. This will be a, a strange, rough, energetic week. Hopefully tomorrow it settles or, or next week it 
tries to settle down. But the truth is, these are the things that have us so stirred up right now. And it's, this is not a political statement. It's just a statement of people. You know, we're stirred up and we will be stirred up for a little while here. It, again, leads me to want to uh, you know, spend a little less time on social media because it gets to be a little too much for me. But, you know, and if you're an empath, this is good self-care time. It is a good time to step back a little bit from stuff that might be too much for you or just overly upsetting. I understand that. And, you know, we're just going to see some of it. So if you're feeling weird, wonky, ungrounded, make sure you're getting outside every day. I know it's cold for a lot of us. And I know those of you who don't get cold that are getting a bunch of it right now, you may not want to be out, you know, but you're going to have to be outside and helping yourself get grounded. That's going to be key. Get outside, stand with a tree for a few minutes, breathe in some fresh air. Taking care of your root chakra will be absolutely vital to getting through this process. So be sure that you do. Okay. Let's get out the singing bowl. So I just brought my heart chakra bowl today. So let's do two things. I'm going to play it first. Uh, I'm just going to let you breathe with the bowl and ask that the frequency of the singing bowl help to release any stuck energy in your heart chakra any grief, any old stuff coming to the surface, just anything that you don't need anymore, let's release that. Because one of the trends I've been seeing for the last week or two, a lot of you feeling like your chest is tight, like you can't take a full deep breath, like your shoulders are rounded and you're not, uh, you know, able to sit up straight and, and deep breathe. That not it weird that that's a trend, but that's been a trend. Now, some of it is health, of course. Some of it is not. So, all right, so we'll sit with the bowl now and just let the frequency clear out anything in your heart that is not serving you any longer. to change gears take another deep breath and sit with the bowl this time I would like to allow the frequency of the singing bowl to bring your heart chakra into perfect alignment a great balance of pink energy and green energy and a beautiful balance to your heart you can hear a dog hassling <laughs> you can my little skippy is in my office with me and he's having a hard time settling so he's fighting with his blanket and doing some whining and yeah 
he's doing his old old guy stuff. So if you're looking around your house wondering who's whining, it's not at your house. It's at mine. <laughs> this is just what this boy does. You know, he's a zillion years old and he's blind and has seizures. So he takes medicine every day that makes him a little bit bonkers. So he does a lot of wandering around aimlessly and looking for his mom. And, you know, he stood over here and licked my feet for a minute. And I thought maybe he'd just hang out with me. But then he started wandering again. But he just has some days where he just wants to be held all day. And so that's what we do. Because that's what happens when your dog wants held, right? Especially your ancient dog. By God, you hold it. Okay. <laughs> all right. He's just taking a quick look into the chat room here. I'm going to pull cards today from the Goddess Oracle. I don't know what it is about today, but I was thinking earlier, it feels like a feminine energy kind of day. feels goddessy to me. I don't know if I can put a finger on why, but yeah, Mary said that bowl was super intense. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, I felt like I finally took a full breath into all chambers of my lungs for the first time in days. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I love my man Skippy, right? He's just a good kid. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I guess Tot's coming too. I, I like it, Belle. He'll have quite the aunties chasing him around uh, through through France, won't he? <laughs> All right. Mary said, if time permits, can you scan my right lower abdomen and or clear it? It feels like a knot. Yeah, Mary, let's take a look. You know, and there might be something physical here. So, you know, that's on you to work out with your doctor, but from an energetic place, you have a block through there that's actually root chakra. I mean, it is blocked here because it's that energy that runs from your feet all the way to the top of your head and back down into the earth. You're blocked through that side. So I'm going to push that through. So it's actually affecting your grounding. I know, weird, but. So I'm going to push that through. Good job. Yep. And into the earth. If you have a singing bowl, Mary, I would lay on your side and have somebody put that singing bowl right on that knot and chime it over and over again. That is weirdly effective in releasing pinches, knots, uh, kinks, you know, the weird stuff. But that vibrational therapy can't be beat, you know. Okay. All right. I did go ahead and work that through. So let's make sure that you're putting some good focus on your root chakra and, you know, making sure that you uh, are staying good and grounded. And again, you know, if it persists, definitely you're going to want to get it looked at and make sure there's nothing going on with your intestines there. But that's the energetic piece. So I know. Isn't that singing bowl? That's the singing bowl I got for Christmas. Scott ordered me that one for Christmas. It's a heart chakra. I love it so much. Yeah. Sid said the singing bowl felt so good. Oh, Pamela, chills and yawning. Yeah, that yawning is a good indication that there's energy moving. It does that to me, too. Ah, Tiffany. Wow. Tiffany said, I heard the word abandonment during the heart chakra bowls. And that I needed to heal something that happened to me when I was 16 around my boyfriend and mother. Wow. Good. Again, is this mercury? Is this something else? We have a lot coming to the surface that wants to be healed. I'm loving it. Oh, and Deb's had some vertigo today. I'm sorry to hear that, Deb. That sucks. Elizabeth needs a card. Let's do that. This is this deck. I love these cards. Scott bought me these for Christmas last year. And they are awesome. Sid said, was using any type of bowl break up knots and kinks, any type of pleasant tone? Um, yeah, it's with the singing bowl and the tuning forks, it's the act of putting them on your physical body. When I still had my center, you know, and saw a lot of clients in person, I would line up seven singing bowls on your body well I guess five because the uh <laughs> you can't put singing bowls on somebody's head unless you want to blow their you know, eardrums but yeah 
from root to sacral, solar plexus, heart, and throat, I would put it on your body and put crystals in the bowl and play the bowl so that we were getting the healing properties of the crystals activated through the vibration of the bowl as well as the uh, vibrational healing. Yeah, putting bowls right on the physical body and playing it is super successful, and that's why. Um, and again, with tuning forks, too, if you have uh, if you have them. But the, the singing bowls just vibrate all the way through you. When my dad, because my dad had prostate cancer that had spread into the bone, and he had a pretty good tumor in his spine, kind of right above his shoulder blades, and it would itch all the time. So, and that's that deep internal itch. There's no way to scratch it, right? Well, there is. We discovered that we could put a big singing bowl on his back, right on that spot, and chime it and just let it vibrate through him. And he swore it would itch that scratch. And when he was, you know, towards the end of his life, I kept, I left a singing bowl at his house. And, you know, many days he'd say, hey, will you do that bowl thing on me? <laughs> and we would itch his scratch. It's pretty wild how, uh, how deeply that resonation seems to work its way into your body. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Rebecca. I got, or Elizabeth, I got way off. Where am I? I've been so confused. I didn't even know the name of this show this morning. <laughs> I need more singing bowls, more. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth. All right. I pulled Artemis for you. Artemis selfhood. I don't know if you can see that. I need to look at the camera. Oh, yeah. Okay. Artemis selfhood. Yeah, you're feeling strange. Here's why. You've got so many little attachments from other people. You get them up here in your high heart, and I feel like you have a huge row of them. Little attachments from other people that have been, uh, you know, it's not like... They're not bad things. They're just thought form attachments or emotional attachments from people who rely on you. And I think you've got a ton of them. So I'm actually going to pull those. No, I'm not. I'm going to ask your permission. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think you're going to be fine, but I am going to ask your permission. So if that's okay with you, I'll come back and pull those cords. I feel like that's what we need to do to set you free from feeling weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sid said, I've never heard about vibrational healing with those details. It makes me want to get at least some tuning forks, especially to use on pets. Be super, super, super careful with that because the tone um, of healing for tuning forks is so high. Do a big research on that to make sure that you're using one that is safe for their poor little ears. Okay. All right, Carol. Let's pull a card for you. And I will definitely get into the other chat room too, you guys. Don't worry. Yeah, Sid, he is doing awesome on his seizure meds. He hasn't had a seizure in over a year. I shouldn't even say it. <laughs> Last time I said it, then he did. <laughs> but, but he's doing super good. Yeah. He's due to go to the vet and have labs because he has to. They have to have labs every year when they're on all these meds. But honestly, even if his liver's not doing well with them, we're kind of at the end of the road of what meds they had to offer him. And so I, I think it, I don't know that it really matters so much at this point. I feel like we were gifted another year with him when things were so bad last January. I didn't think he'd make it through the month and he did. And now we've had another awesome year with him. So I just, I'm just going to take what I can get and be grateful for it. And but yes, right now, super stable. He's just doing great. He just wants held every minute. And I don't hate it. <laughs> okay. Hathor pleasure for you, Carol. So this is a card about pleasure. What do you what are you withholding from yourself? I feel like you have a lot of guilt around doing things for you. I feel like you, you know, like for example, you want the, the chocolate cake? Eat the chocolate cake, you know? You want to have a glass of wine after dinner? Have a glass of wine after dinner. I feel like you tend to guilt yourself over everything you do. And the message for you today from the goddess oracle, at least, is to quit doing that, you know? Give yourself permission to be a little more decadent, to enjoy things, and don't feel like you have to always be looking down your nose at yourself. 
I feel like that has come from familial stuff, you know, of judging each other all the time. And you don't have to do that to you. Yep. All right, Elizabeth, I figured. I just think energy work, we should always ask permission and never just like reach in and do things on people without their permission. Okay, I'm going to pull all of those little cords. So they're right up here in your high heart. If you can see them, to me, they almost look like fringe or even like little earthworms. So I'm just going to pull all of them. Yep, now I'm going to heal them up with love here and just return them to senders. They are extensions of someone else's energy body, so we want to give them back. In, in the, the kindest, most loving way, this is just about self-care, you know. All right, so now I'm going to just heal that whole high heart up with love, just filling it all up with gold light. Good. That's going to make a big difference for you, Elizabeth, because you've been packing everybody else's stuff around with you. So setting you free from that is going to make a big change. Yep. Yep. Okay, let's see. Oh, JR said there's a new medicine I've been taking for depression. Am I going to get the results I'm looking for? You know what? I feel really hopeful about it for you as well. My gut feeling is that your doctor may actually end up putting an addition to it, uh, an add-on, so you get the balance, the exact balance that you want, but I feel like you're on the right track with it. So work really closely with your doctor. Don't tell them what they want to hear. Tell them what's real. You know, be careful about that because I think you tend to – Sometimes just tell people what they want to hear to just get it over with, <laughs> you know, so don't be doing that. Be really honest about how you're doing with it, but I think you're on track to get a good combo. And yay, how exciting is that? Okay, taking a quick look here in the chat room. Maureen, oh, there we go having wicked lower back pain. I think it's the mattress. Thinking about getting, oh, a big old, yeah, gel pad. It might be worth it, Maureen. It seems like that bed is just really not working out for you. Let's work through that low back, though. Okay, so the one thing I can do for you here is that worry settles in the low back, and you do have some worry here that has settled, so I'm going to clear that out. And I'm going to also ask you to just make sure that this is not actually kidney pain. All right. So I went ahead and cleared that energy, that energy of worry away so that whatever is going on is not energetic. It's just on a physical level because we can definitely attack that. I think you really ought to consider the gel pad and see if it makes a difference. You cannot keep going on with this kind of chronic pain all the time. So it's worth it. Yep. Okay. And if you have a singing bowl, same treatment, right? All right. Okay, Jane, absolutely. Okay, the card I pulled is Sekhmet. Anger and rage. There she is. <laughs> All right, Jade. You know, you are constantly transmuting the energy of your family, right? And all of their stuff, you know. Last week I mentioned some other family and said they are the fightingest people. And you were like, hold my beer, right? <laughs> because so are yours. And I feel like this week, there's a bit of a warning here for you to don't engage if you don't have to. I feel like some of your family members are spinning out, particularly politically, and it's been really hard to not engage. So 
anger and rage, let them have it. And you do what you need to with it. I see you doing some physical things to burn off some frustrated energy, like maybe shoveling snow or, you know, doing housework or whatnot. But I feel like that's a good opportunity for you to uh, burn it out of your body in some physical way. Okay, Jacqueline, my right hip has been painful. I have a TENS unit engaged now. Very good. My favorite. And I've used it for three days. I've been seeing the chiropractor for about six weeks. Seems to get better and then goes awry. Any insight on what's going on? And hopefully I don't need an orthopedist. I'm guessing, Jacqueline, you probably will need an orthopedist. I feel like you can continue, though, to heal it yourself with the steps that you're taking and also being really, really good about uh, anti-inflammatories as well. It seems like that's a, a key part of this. Uh, but the other thing that comes up for me is, and I'm sure the chiropractor's looking at it, but what's happening with your other hip? Are you in alignment throughout your pelvis? I still wonder, I'm suspicious about that, if this injury has been brought on because the other hip or your pelvis was not in alignment and this is kind of an overuse thing. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think an orthopedist probably is going to be called into this, but I do feel like you can heal this, you know, keep working on it and get some relief for a while before you really have to go that route. Sorry about that. And I'm glad you're using a TENS unit. If you guys don't have a TENS unit, why? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look them up. They're amazing. All right, Tina. Oh, sounds like the uh, the rage piece already happened with Jane's fam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. All righty. Oh, the card for you, Tina, is Bast. Bast is all about play. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Jacqueline said her pelvis was twisted and her hips cattywampus. That is what the chiro is working on. Good. Good. That's that's the core of this. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Tina. I'm all off target. Fast. Play. Big reminder here for you to play more. I feel like you so often just kind of go along with what other people are asking you for, you know, or what they want to do. And it's rare that you go, no, this is what I want to do this weekend. And it's what we're doing, you know. <laughs> You could use a road trip so damn bad. And I know we're in COVID and I know it's not easy to do, but even a day trip, a drive, something to break things up for you would be amazing. I think play for you and play for other people are a little different because you're such a learner. I think a lot of play for you is going to interesting places to learn. And I would love to see you get more of that. So think about what play looks like for you and let's try and get some this week or at least this weekend. All right, you guys, we've done what we do. I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody, but we are out of time. I want to thank you so much for being here. And don't forget, I am a professional psychic advisor over at one listencom That's number one, number two, listen.com. I would love to read for you over there. And I will be back on Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific here on one Two radio for Read Me with Katie and Kelly. So thanks so much for being here. You've been listening to one Two radio where we're changing the way you listen to the world. <laughs>